Adriana took off her white, long-sleeved chef's coat and tossed it into the laundry basket in the break room of Vincenzo's restaurant. She then released her long brown hair from a constricting tie, feeling an immediate release of tension as the waves cascaded down her shoulders. It had been a long, exhausting night in the kitchen, but it was the kind of exhaustion she loved. Becoming a chef had been her dream since she was a little girl, and at 28 she was beginning to make a name for herself. Lindsay Rogers entered the room and gave her a tired smile. The tall, willowy blonde was one of the sous chefs, and also a good friend, which sometimes surprised Adriana, because they were as different in personality as they were in looks. Lindsay was outgoing, funny, and while she liked her job, Lindsay wasn't particularly ambitious. Adriana had a quieter sense of humor and was far more focused and driven. But then she hadn't had time for a lot of fun in her life. Survival had been her single focus for as long as she could remember. One day, she wanted to get to that place where she could relax, take a breath, look around and see what she'd been missing. But that day wasn't today. That last party took forever to leave, Lindsay said as she removed her jacket, toast after toast until they were all drunk. Will had to call two cabs to get them out of here. She smiled. They were having a good time. That's what it's all about. Nothing made her happier than watching people enjoy her food and enjoy themselves. I guess. Lindsay rolled her head around on her shoulders. We're lucky business has been so good, Adriana added. The winter was very slow. Throughout January and February, she'd been worried that the restaurant might have to close because the owner and executive chef, Giovanni Ricci, was having health problems. Fortunately, his nephew Stefan had stepped in and taken over, turning things around in just a few months. She missed Giovanni's tutelage in the kitchen, but because of his absence, she'd also gained more responsibility. Her life always seemed to be a mix of good and bad. The customers are coming because of you, Lindsay said as she stepped up to the mirror to apply some lip gloss. Your reputation is growing. Stefan is about a day away from making you executive chef. I'm not so sure about that. In 60 years, Vincenzo's has never had an executive chef who wasn't a Ricci. That's true, but while Stefan is a competent chef, he's better in the front of the house. He loves to market and greet customers. You're the one who makes the magic in the kitchen. And Stefan is smart enough to know that. You're pretty much doing the job anyway, Lindsay added as she turned around. And you know Will is talking you up to Stefan every chance he gets. He's been very supportive, she said. Will Grayson was the head bartender and her boyfriend, although it still felt a little strange to think of him in those terms. She and Will had been friends for four years, until a co-worker's wedding reception and a lot of champagne had taken them from friends to lovers. Speaking of Will, he seems distracted lately, Lindsay said. Is something going on with him? Nothing that I know about. He was probably just stressed with all the big parties we had tonight. You're right, you need to take him home and make him feel better as only you can, Lindsay said with a teasing smile. She moved away from the mirror, grabbed Will's jacket off the coat rack, and tossed it to Adriana. As the jacket flew through the air, something fell out of one of the pockets onto the floor. Lindsay and Adriana both reached for it at the same time, but it was Lindsay who came up with the blue velvet box. Oh my god, Lindsay said, meeting Adriana's gaze. Will is going to propose to you.
Adriana stared at the ring box in shock and wariness. No, it's way too soon. You've been friends forever. But not boyfriend-girlfriend. That's new. Don't open it, she warned as Lindsay's fingers toyed with the lid. Why not? Don't you want to see the ring? We don't know that it's an engagement ring. It could be something else. Only one way to find out. No. She shook her head and scrambled to her feet, worry and panic running through her. She wasn't ready for an engagement, for marriage, or even for a promise. She didn't want Will to give her a ring of any kind. If it's a bad ring, you'll have a chance to compose your reaction when he shows it to you, Lindsay said practically as she stood up. You don't want to have a look of disappointment on your face. I know you would try to be polite, but let's be real. A sucky ring is not the way to start out a marriage.